Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey into honest conversations about grief and loss. Following the deaths of two of my children, I struggled for many years to fill the holes in my heart. I tried everything, prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, journaling, you name it, plus a couple of less productive approaches. After two decades of coming up short, I realized I was focused on the wrong thing. Instead of trying to fill those holes, I have learned that building a life around them is a much more worthy goal. A major part of this approach is talking openly about what my grief is like instead of keeping it to myself. With this newfound permission to let all parts of me be here, I feel more human and less like a robot on autopilot. So I created the Healing Path podcast with the hope that sharing our stories in a compassionate environment will help us stop working so hard to hide our scars from ourselves and others and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. So today I'm chatting about a post called Common Humanity. Despite living in an environment that seems bent on being more divisive than inclusive, I will likely always make the case that as humans, we have much more in common than not. For one, we are all in human bodies, which in and of itself provides a wealth of common ground. Also, we seek fulfillment of basic needs, like being loved, feeling safe, and creating a home for our families. I think about this a lot, since the social and political landscapes we are in would sell us anything that points us in the opposite direction from each other. The more we believe we are different, separate, and quote-unquote other, the greater potential for increased profit margin. Entire industries run their bottom lines fully dependent on this concept that we believe we don't belong and we will keep spending money until we do. For today, though, I want to share a little story of common humanity that illustrates the type of small reminders that I look for out in the world, that we are all the same. During an early morning drive getting Zach to college, I pulled up to a traffic light. Zach was dozing in the back, and as I saw his closed eyes resting in my rearview mirror, I took a deep breath. A massive, what we call, quote-unquote, Simba yawn, (laughs) crept out of me, and before I knew it, I was in a full-body yawn, crazy facial expressions and all. It was like my whole body stretched, and it felt so refreshing. As I came back into my body, wondering how crazy I might look to the drivers around me, I looked to the vehicle on my left. I saw a gruff man who looked nothing like me in a car that looked nothing like mine, right in the middle of his own Simba yawn. I was about five seconds ahead of him. And as soon as I saw him, I looked away and smiled. My immediate thought was, yep, just like I thought, we're all the same. Who knows what that stranger did today, where he was heading to or returning from. That also had him trying to restore his human body with a healthy dose of early morning oxygen. But in the split second 
where we both sat waiting for the green light, we had a moment of common humanity that was just enough for me to believe I still have it right when it comes to how much we all share in common. The belief that we are so extremely different serves a lot of agendas, but I'm not confident we as humans are on that list. If you encounter any fun examples of our shared humanity, please share them on our website, lisamcfarland.com. And in the meantime, I'll continue to look for these little just moments of, oh, yep, that's right. We're the same. We're the same. We're the same. Because it turns out that what we believe in our, in our hearts and in our minds, that our minds actually work to confirm those beliefs all day, every day. So it's important that we are clear about how we're thinking about ourselves in the world and others. And this, of course, is relevant when we talk about grief, because we tend to get isolated. And I know for me, I felt very singled out as a very young mom, losing children, that I would always and forever be, you know, different. And it's true, I I do have some things in my um, heart that aren't the same as others. And I do believe that our grief paths are very uh, idiosyncratic. But I also believe that we all want to take care of our families, that we all want to feel safe, that we all do want to be loved and and to love those around us. And I look for signs to remind me that I'm on the right path, the healing path, and invite you to do the same if you're so inspired. Thanks again for checking out this episode of The Healing Path. Again, please visit lisamcfarland.com for more posts and to share any comments or feedback. I'm also thrilled to share that our digital support community called Scars to Metals will be launched early in 2022. That's S-C-A-R-S, the number two, and the word metals, M-E-D-A-L-S.com. Until next time, stay present, stay grateful, and stay healing. And of course, stay human. And as always, thanks for listening.